Hi everyone, I hope you're good. It is Sunday night and I'm just feeling a little bit inspired. My spirit guides have literally, I've just been sat here chilling out, not doing anything, watching a bit of TV. Um, I just had a bath, put the kids to bed and I have had it in my head, this little um, idea that I've been planning on doing and I feel like this podcast episode might fit into it a lot. Um, so I'm going to start, I've actually pulled some cards out um, as talk points of what Spirit would like me to address in this podcast episode. Now, as the title says, I don't know if I'm going to change the title as of yet, but the idea of this is let's talk about love. So what I was aiming for with this is talking about how much we kind of run from love in life, how much we kind of desert love because what we do is we get hurt and we become vulnerable in situations and then we ultimately put us guards up in a lot of different ways but love has to it's it's at the core of all of us obviously everyone knows that it is literally who we are inside and out um and what i want to discuss is a range of different topics but mainly about the sort of different phases we go through and how love really does impact every single person that is alive today um without it well let's just say i won't even want to be here without love being (laughs) in the equation um you know whether that be falling in love with yourself and who you are as a person learning to love um people you know your friends your family your children your romantic relationships and even learning to love who you've been in the past because i think a lot of us struggle Um, to let go of things and situations that have happened in us past and we kind of look back and we don't see it as a loving joyful place when we've experienced trauma or abuse or negativity or whatever it may be Um, but it is a very big crucial lesson in life that ultimately we have to learn to love ourselves from the past to the present and whoever we're going to be in the future um, so yeah, I'm going to go into it a little bit more, so this isn't kind of, some parts of this isn't going to be for younger ears as well, so um, I want to discuss spiritual love, spiritual sex, um, you know, and that connection that you have with people and how um, it can go one or two ways really, you know, when we have such an intense connection or bond with people um, and then moving on from that, how, how difficult it can be. Um, but one of the things that I do want to get into is is sex being such an open discussion. Like I feel like conversating with my friends over the last few days, um, I realised that as a child or growing up um, in this world, unfortunately, there's a lot of influence around um, people in like sex industry or in um, finding your sexual orientation. Or there's a lot more emphasis on it now than it was when I was a child. Um, but with some healthy communication between um, adults and not children because I don't personally believe children should be exposed to anything like that but as they come of age and they start to you know learn things then I feel like it should be a healthy topic of conversation but at the same time we have to understand that's a lot of influence in the world that kind of takes away the, the spiritual bonding of two people um, and focuses more on the physical um, so that is where I'm going to head with this so if you're not prepared to listen to my interpretation of spiritual love spiritual sex then you might as well just get out of the conversation right now get off the audio get off of the podcast and um, because that's where I'm heading 
my cards have told me to head to that um, but they have give me a, a, a path so I've got the I'll tell you what cards I've got if you're a card reader it may make sense to you if you're not a card reader then it might not as well as that sometimes my interpretations of the card are completely different to other readers and that's because I work with my intuition obviously my intuition is going to be different from somebody else's um, but starting off got two of wands we've got three of pentacles four of wands ace of wands four of swords two of cups the fool and the devil card um so what that is to me is a range of different topics i've asked spirit to pull some cards out for me of topics they'd like me to cover so starting with the type of love um that i think is almost overlooked in a way um is falling in love with your career and finding a path that actually is so fulfilling and brings you so much happiness that it almost doesn't feel like work. Um, I know it's very easy for someone to say, to say this to, to anyone and say, oh, you should do something that makes you happy. Um, you know, and typically we do end up getting into jobs and careers that we do find um, that we love and we enjoy, but at the same time, a part of the soul kind of craves and wants a little bit more and it's kind of thinking, is this where I'm supposed to be at? Is this something I'm going to be doing for the rest of my life? And I feel like they're when them questions are in your mind, personally, although you're allowed to have doubts and you're allowed to feel insecure about things and wonder if it's something you want to continue, I do feel like when you're on a path that is especially being made for you, so it's something that you've been born to do, something that you're here to do, something that you've chosen as a purpose in life um before you've even been born i feel like once you find that you don't even feel like you're working now for me personally i've done a thousand different well maybe not a thousand that's over exaggerating but um i've done a lot of jobs i've done um i've worked with children i've worked with um in shops i've worked in customer service i've worked in retail i've worked in um God, I can't even think now. I've worked in offices. I've been a tattoo artist, and at the time, I believe tattooing was definitely aligned for me at that point in my life that this was fitting for who I was as a person. And um, but obviously, as you grow up and you grow older, things you sort of move away from. Don't get me wrong; I'll always be an artist. I'll always have a creative touch on things, um, and I love to paint and design things. But yeah, I just don't really have the time anymore. But at the time, I felt happy in that job. I felt content in that job. I felt like this is where I'm meant to be. This is something that I'm supposed to be doing. And I felt happiness in it and I felt peace in it. Whereas I've worked in shops and I've not felt that peace. I've not felt that happiness. I felt like I should be doing this. I should be doing that. This is not for me. This is not something I want to do. And I do believe in people um, paying the way first. So I do think that we do have to go through these these minor jobs that, um, you know, just kind of bring in some, especially when you're younger in your teenage years, something that gets you into the swing of working. Um, but ultimately, my, my goal as a parent would be that as my child is growing up, any kind of particular interest that they are so passionate about, so dedicated about, this is something that I'm going to follow up with them and this is even if they get down the road and it's five years on and they say actually I don't want to do it at least they have decided to go after something that they've truly enjoyed and something that they've truly been passionate about in that moment instead of just settling for crumbs in the world instead of just settling for things that don't bring them that peace don't bring that enjoyment and I'm a big believer in people pursuing goals, pursuing the destiny, pursuing their dreams. Um, you know, and it wasn't until I always had the cards, from being 18 I had the cards and I always had this strong feeling of this being something I wanted to do. 
but I didn't know how to go about it and it wasn't until I'd worked numerous amount of jobs over the last 10 years where I actually thought you know what I'm ready now I think this is where I'm supposed to be this is this is this is destiny for me this is something that I'm supposed to do and so I feel like a massive important lesson that we all have to learn in life is we can choose to follow as passions and goals and dreams and the say what is the saying um what is the saying now someone who it's like someone who's a master of none what is the saying now oh my god I can't think no, it's gone out of my head. It might come back to my spirit. It'll send it to me if I'm meant to say it. Um, you probably already know. You're probably shouting at the phone saying, yeah, I know what she's saying. It's that saying. And then you'll probably say it. And then I just don't know because I'm saying it. And yeah, I can't um, bring the message out right now. But anyway, I'm just, yeah, I'm going into my little ADHD moment. <laughs> um, so I think as a person, we all should be striving towards finding something that we're passionate about and love. Um, you know, even if it's something totally wacky in the back of your brain that you've always wanted to pursue, it's there for a reason. These ideas, these goals and these dreams are there for a reason. It's ultimately only down to you to decide to pursue them. And I, I, I always feel like when I read people's cards and I know they're not happy in the job, that their spirit guides and their ancestors and their loved ones in spirit and their angels are crying out to them, do this, take this leap of faith make this change because although we might go through minor periods where let's say for instance something doesn't pay off immediately or something isn't practical enough for us in that time you know it's like say for instance someone who's pregnant wants to become a pole dancer right (laughs) that was the first thing that came into my head (laughs) um you know it's not practical in that moment but you can set them goals and you can do you can have these achievements that you want to pursue that was the strangest analogy is that the word I think yeah anyway spirit is playing with me tonight I think um so you know you can have these goals and you can have these ideas that as long as they are aligning at the time with your life if you have nothing better to do nothing going for you you know you're not sat stuck in a a nine-to-five job because obviously by the time you've finished a nine-to-five job you don't want to come home and then start working on something else although they say that these people that do this are usually the most successful because they are determined that wherever they're at right now is not going to be where they're going to be permanently so making small little sacrifices is very important um you know and some like say for instance me i left a job for seven years working with children to pursue tarot readings i didn't receive a payment for five months from starting tarot readings i did them for free to gain um reviews to gain sort of um clients who would trust me to do the reading for paid money and so it was a process in which I didn't have any money during that period of time but it has ultimately paid off so you know making sacrifices to go after your goals go after your dreams is so important but most importantly is doing it if you love it if you feel like this is what you're ultimately happy in as a job or a career whether it's a hobby um or whether it's um, something that you started as a business or something that's just in the back of your mind. If, it, if you ultimately, when you think about these ideas and goals, they bring you happiness and not stress, 
I mean, don't get me wrong, a lot of people with businesses are stressed, but they know that's where they're meant to be. But as an idea of something, if it brings you stress thinking about it, it may be that your soul is aligning you, saying this isn't for you. Um, but of course, if you feel happiness and you feel inspired by something, I ultimately push anybody in that direction, say, although you may have financial problems for a small amount of time, or although it may uproot things around you, if it's worth pursuing, it will pay off. And if you don't find happiness when you've started that, at least you can live your life saying, at least I tried. At least I give it a go. Um, so yeah, that is what I wanted to talk about with work. Um, I think it's really important that we're pursuing jobs and careers that are bringing us that that happiness and that we're not sat there. Life is not to be sat in an office where you don't want to be surrounded by people you don't enjoy the company or you're not happy being around these people or their energy doesn't align with yours. Life's not about that. Life should be enriching for your soul. It should be enriching, enriching for your heart and it should ultimately leave you feeling replenished and not drained after you've done a job. Don't get me wrong, cars, you know, I think I've said don't get me wrong about 10 times, but anyway. Um, the cards is a very draining and time-consuming job, but I know as a role that that is what, it's an energy-based role, I know that some days it's going to take my energy, but I also know that feeling of working on a shop floor and staring at items as you're putting them on shelves thinking, I should be doing something else, and I've done that, I've paid my dues, I've worked in the pound shop, <laughs> literally I've worked in the pound shop before. I've worked in um, offices where I've just stared at a computer screen and I've just felt like, oh, this is just not where I'm meant to be and it's a horrible feeling um, and it has got me to where I need to be but you have to have that confidence in yourself to say, I'm going to go after my goals because this is something that's going to make me happy. This is something that my soul is crying out for me to do. So finding that love um, from your career. I've just had deja vu, really, really bad. Every time I do these podcasts, I get deja vu. Um, let me write down what moment I got this deja vu. 13. I don't know what time it is. 23, 24. There we go. I brought it down. Um, but yes, um, gone off track now again. My brain taking 10 different places. Um, knowing that you've got to love your career in order to love yourself like I really believe that if you truly truly love yourself you love the type of work you're in and um, you don't you struggle when you when you don't enjoy the type of work you're doing and it's not something you love you struggle to have that self-love because you don't feel like you're exactly where you need to be and then you start to doubt yourself and you start to put yourself under this stress for me personally I've never felt as comfortable in my skin up until now and I know that tarot reading has brought that into my life as well. Although I do the work and I do the healing, I know that it's brought it into my life because I love what I do and I'm enjoying what I do. And it brings that happiness to me, which then makes me feel like I'm where I need to be. And then ultimately I learn to love my life a lot more than I ever have in the past. Um, so definitely this is your little wake up call right now if you're listening to this and you're thinking about starting something because you know it's going to bring you happiness not just your typical type of like certain situations like oh i'm just going to start another job but something that's been crying out to you for a long time something that you've been thinking it's worth pursuing it's worth pursuing i want to do it i want to do it do it take them steps take them leaps of, leaps of faith because a lot of the time the universe does 
um, respond to us when we decide to take these leaps of faith. It does show us a lot more alignment with where we're meant to be and it does bring us a lot more happiness. And even though, you know, I've done things before, I've sold clothes before, and even though that were a temporary situation, I know that ultimately every choice I've made led me to this because I was showing the universe I'm willing to do these types of jobs um, to get me to where I need to be. I know this isn't what I need to be doing right, I know this isn't where I'm going to end up, but I'm prepared to accept that I'm having to do these right now to get me to that point. So use this as your wake up call. 555, I've just seen 555 on the numbers. Angel numbers 555, we'll have a look at them in a second. Um, but yeah, definitely, you know, learn to be brave enough to go after what you want to, and ultimately to be able to, and ultimately to be able to find that self-love because you've got a career that is bringing you happiness. And that doesn't mean going to spiritual work, by the way. I'm not saying that spiritual works for everyone. Um, you know, this is just my form of happiness in a career. Um, and it's the same with children, you know. I feel like in turn when you're not happy at work and you've got stress from work you're not giving a hundred percent to those people around you whether that be your children or whether that be your friends or your family because you may come home from work very moody agitated annoyed frustrated stressed um you know and just that that feeling of emptiness like oh i'm just not where i need to be and it's sad that a lot of people in the life are not prepared to have them talks with themselves and conversations and would rather pursue a job that is set in stone um, and no judgment here but i know so many people that work jobs that are just set in stone that they've become content with where they're at but they know deep down that they could be doing more or they should be doing more or there's other things to, for them to pursue um, and i know that these people sit behind these desks and feel restricted by by the life because they've got to attend to somebody else's time scales. Ultimately, working for yourself is a biggest, biggest, um, what do they call it? Breaking like a shackle off of you because you're not going according to other people. And if you want to earn money, you have to put in that work because it's your own business, it's your own career. Um, and that's why I have so much respect for anyone who decides to start um, a career path for themselves and go after something that's worth pursuing. Of course, not all career paths are gonna be able, you're gonna be able to do that. If you wanna be a nurse or a doctor, ultimately you gotta get the practice in first. So you've got to work for a hospital or you've got to work for a surgery to be able to gain that, that confidence before you then decided to open up your own practice. But nothing's out of reach, you know, don't just reach a point where you go, oh yeah, I've, I've accomplished this now, so this is me for life. Think outside the box, how else can you be pursuing your, your destiny or your life choices that you make for careers? Is there anything extra that you can be doing? Can you be starting businesses yourself? Can you be taking this um, this life skill or this um, accomplished skill that you've studied and worked hard for? Is there any other alternative ways that you can put that to practice? Because there is like the, the amount of possibilities are endless that are around us. I could wake up, I could wake up tomorrow morning now, technically, put on some clothes, go into Leeds, and I could do what some of the other women do that I've seen in Leeds and just walk up to people and give them a reading. I don't need to charge for it, but I'm basically showing the universe that I'm, I'm pushing myself to, to um, new fields. I'm pushing myself further than I've pushed myself before. Or, you know, even just me starting the podcast is me showing the universe that I'm doing something different as well as doing what I want to do. Um, so 
anyway that's what I was trying to aim for but how it kind of just seen another angel number 1919 there's so much false information at the minute about angel numbers um, and alignment I've seen so much stuff over the last week by the way just as a little side side note um, try not to kind of engage in this lower energy that people are trying to put across about spirituality being connected to um, bad energies because we're ultimately here to live a spiritual life that is what the main goal in life is is to become a spiritual person to be connected to your soul um, a lot of the time people who are not connected to soul make choices based out of their um, rational thoughts or out of logic and there's nothing wrong with that but at the same time we are spiritual beings so people that kind of deny the existence of your soul of your spirit it's very sad to hear it's very sad to watch and um, see on youtube and on tiktok and um, people sort of connecting spirituality with a bad thing there's nothing nothing bad about the trade of, of being a spiritual person or being a spiritual practitioner um, it, it's ultimately one of the best things that you can do because you learn so much more about yourself um, I mean that's my own opinion you know that's that's just my personal experience with this I was such a lost little lamb until I became spiritual I really was like I was just walking down an endless path of absolute bullshit to be quite honest um, you know and don't get me wrong things still happen to this day um, which is life you know can't stop life from happening but I'm in a different position I find a lot more ease with things I find a lot more and it might just be growing up to some people oh yeah you just matured but my spiritual mind is totally different to that person who I once was um which kind of leads me on to the next thing as well you know learning to look back in the past and say I'm okay with I've made peace with my past I've let go of who I once was and I'm prepared to still love and I send love to myself I send love to my inner child I send love to me as a teenager as a as a um, what do they call it adult not adulthood oh yeah yeah can't think of the my brain's not actively working as well as it should be right now doing this podcast um adolescence that's it you know not quite an adult not quite um, a child but going through the motions I think adolescence brings out a lot of your spiritual stuff and a lot of your emotions um, but you know I send love to that person in the past I look back at that person and, and I admire who I once was because I was doing the best I could in, in under the certain circumstances that I was under um, you know so make sure you do that make sure you take time to look back in the past at any kind of people that have hurt you or harmed you or upset you obviously specific situations are going to be very different for people you know trauma bonds abuse neglect things like that are going to be a lot harder to forgive and forget and walk away from oh my god another every time i look at the phone i'm seeing angel numbers 22 22 now um you know they are going to be harder for you to learn to accept and to let go of but you have to kind of still put in that work and think to yourself I might not be in a position right now to forgive this person or that person because of how they've made me feel um, or because of whatever they've done to me but subconsciously I'm telling my mind that I want to learn to forgive this person there is different meditative meditative practices you can do of putting these people who you struggle to forgive within circles sending them energy sending them love sending them healing um, because the saying goes you know hurt people hurt people a lot of the time people that have hurt us have been going through their own issues which is a very hard concept to, to wrap your head around when you kind of just 
of being so damaged by someone or hurt by someone it's kind of hard to see and pity them because you just think I don't care like regardless if you're a broken person you shouldn't break other people but these people are very um, one-tracked minded they don't want to do that in a work so then they take it out on other people but I think it's super super important as a part of the self-love and learning to love is to look back in the past and love who you are and not shame the person you was for any mistakes you've done and you know even just them silly thoughts of thinking god I was so immature I was so slack I was so stupid you're basically putting emphasis around not loving who you once were which is an energy-based feeling you know and it goes to that person in the past I believe in the time scale of things still existing in the present moment so I'm one of these people who believe everything does exist near enough at the same time I struggle to um place years on things I, I just have a memory which if I think about something it can feel like it happened yesterday to me but it can be 20 years ago 15 years ago um so I still have to sh- I still struggle with sending love to the person I once was and not knowing no better than I do now but you have to be able to put that practice in if you want to find that kind of self-love within yourself and that spiritual love for yourself you have to look back at the past and and be prepared to forgive people um, in your own time of course and also love people and love who they were at that present moment in in your life a lot of people come and a lot of people go but accepting that I loved them once upon a time or accepting that I had love for that person once upon a time is a massive accomplishment because we can hold on to hurt feelings for the entire duration of his life and all it does is take us away from being who we are as a person um, so yeah definitely I think there's another thing about love um, is learning to love everything about your life learning to love what you've been through because it's created you into being who you are today and as I keep stressing it's not going to be very easy for some people who have dealt with very traumatic situations but you've got to look at who you are today and do you love who you are today if you do then how can you regret or how can you neglect that person that you once was because they've led you into being that person you are now listening to this podcast um and I don't think that again I don't think this is taught to us as children or as teenagers growing up and thinking about the consequences of actions and mistakes you know and learning to a lot of people make mistakes and then learn to live with depression because of mistakes or because of the past instead of learning to see it as an opportunity or see it as a learning lesson um so yeah I definitely stress enough to people you know learning to send love to that inner child who was once hurt or damaged or broken and forgiving them for any kind of mistakes or things they've done is one of the most powerful things you can do on a spiritual journey I believe um, because you're acknowledging the hurt and the pain in a more negative in a more positive way instead of a negative light instead of running from who you was or not being prepared to accept who you once was um, but again you know like I say about the job stuff if you're not happy where you're working you're going to come home and that's going to that energy is reflected onto the people around you and you've got to be able to give children especially unconditional love you've got to give them and provide them a safe environment where they feel loved they feel protected they feel happy they feel nourished and it's a hard job being a parent it's probably I would say the most difficult job in the world um I know it's not actually a job, it's a duty of care, you know, it's who we've created, we've got the duty of care to look after these people, Um, but it's hard, it's really fucking hard to be quite honest, you know, 
and I don't think people speak up enough about how difficult parenting is and how that as well can affect your self-love because you know you've got to put rules and regulations down for children you've got to set the the tone of their life you know things they can get away with things they can't get away with things they can do what they can't do you know disrespecting people and stuff like that if you ultimately have to parent a child one day and you have to be a little bit more stricter you have to stop them from doing certain things you know say for instance my little girl today wanted to play on the street all day I was busy cleaning um, because they'd made an absolute bomb site of the bedroom and I was cooking a Sunday dinner now it would have been impossible for me to be in two places at once and she had a breakdown over this because she wanted to literally be in the street she can't play in the street she's five years old and I had to parent her in a much different way than what I'm used to and as soon as I had to shout and I had to raise my voice in a more um in a more authoritative way and say no I've told you we are not doing that so you are going to listen to me because I am your mum and I'm telling you no that is not what's happening the second I did that and the second I was speaking to her in that kind of tone you ultimately have that parent guilt because you think oh god like you want to be that fun mum you want to be that fun parent for your child you don't want to be the person that's always setting rules and regulations but you do have to and, and then I go away and I doubt myself as a parent and then again that affects my self-love it affects me as a person reflecting on me as a parent and thinking have I done the right thing should I have done this should I have done that should I have said this should I have said that have I given enough love does she feel unloved now you know and it, it then makes me have that moment where I don't feel happy with myself I don't feel content in the person I'm who I am and that then affects my self-love and self-worth so make sure you know when you've got children you understand that sometimes you have to have them tough moments with children you have to put your foot down you know and try not to make it feel like um, a burden by having to parent children in a more authoritative way sometimes um, because you're doing the best you can here is your message if you're a single parent or if you're a parent with a partner you know try not to be so hard on yourself if you've had to be a little bit um, less um, positive and happy and you've had to put your foot down and you know we can't be everything to everyone sometimes we have to be something to us and we have to if we're having a stressful day you know we've got to take that time out to process that stressful day and when we're not in a job that allows us to do that and it's constant stress constant stress it's just a fact of life children our family our friends get the brunt of that stress and then again this comes into power with saying you know following something that's actually not going to bring as much stress and is going to bring you a lot more love and enjoyment in your life it will be reflected into your family life it'll be reflected into your friends it'll be reflected into your home your relationships um because we humans are very strange creatures to be quite honest we do um we put a lot of pressure on everybody around us when we're not feeling happy um, you know people can sense it around us when we're stressed and we might snap or we might say things we don't mean um, or we become lazy and we become agitated and don't want to engage in certain things so it all plays into power does the, um, the, does the self-love sort of stuff it plays into power with you as a person and also you as a parent um, or you as a, a family friend or um, a family or a friend sorry um, but going into relationships as well you know this is something i cannot stress enough right now is this spiritual connective bond that people share in romantic relationships it's not just a physical level when you 
match your energy with someone and you claim their energy as your own and you say this is the person I want to be with, this is the person I love, it is a spiritual bond. A lot of the time we get spiritual bonds that come up in us like um, and these are them intense passions and flames and burning desire for someone. They can be very much um, spiritual connections but ultimately even just deciding who's going to be right for you as a partner is you making a spiritual decision that then affects your happiness, then affects your self-love. If somebody's energy is very much not aligned with yours and you try to force a relationship, of course you are only going to... You're like them two magnets that are not supposed to push together. You know, they're repelling each other. And a lot of the times, unfortunately, people in relationships stay with this connection throughout the duration of the life. They know deep down this relationship isn't right. They probably go through absolute torture and hell with these people, you know, with manipulation and abuse and stuff like that. And you're kind of pushing away your, your divine destiny when you stay aligned in relationships that you know deep down they're not meant for you and you know that they're gonna to come to an end. The more you try to stay in this relationship, the more you try to push, the more they push away. And when they push away, the more things they may do, they may say, they may be hurtful. So accepting, I mean, of course, you know, relationships go through ups and downs. I'm not gonna sit here and say every time there's an argument or fallout or something happens, you should run a mile. Um, but you, ladies get, I know whoever's listening to this, whoever's got to this point, as a female, <clears throat> you have gut instincts. You know when something is not right. You know when something is meant to end. And you know when this person no longer aligns with you, but we stay trapped in these relationships and these connections out of fear of being on our own, out of fear of dealing with things after they leave, after the breakup finishes. It's a very scary place to be. I've been there myself, knowing I'm not supposed to be in a relationship with someone, knowing this isn't right for me anymore, but being absolutely petrified to the bone to walk away from someone. It is a very, very challenging situation and my heart goes out to anyone who is currently stuck in relationships that they know is not serving their highest purpose, that they know is not bringing them their happiness and peace that they want from life. My heart goes out to you and eventually you may get to a point where you're able to walk away from someone. For me, I have these moments where it's like a light bulb moment and I go, no, can't do this no more. And I walk away and I do it for good and I don't turn back because I, to get me to that point has proven that you have been doing something that has misaligned my energy with yours. You either taking advantage of the connection or you're taking advantage of the situation or you are not meant for me anymore. And it's it's hard. It's hard to recognise that and walk away from. It's hard to have them talk with yourself and say, you're not happy. You're not happy no more. This isn't bringing you good energy. This isn't something that's bringing you peace. Par partners break, you know, you break up with people and then you can get back together. I'm not saying this is where I say you shouldn't do that. I will hold on and hang on by the very last thread until I decide to walk away. And once I do, I know that I've made that choice because it's what I'm meant to do. And again, if someone wants you or someone loves you enough, they will put in that time and effort. They will try and show, not through words, but they will put that time and effort into showing you they want you in their life. They need you in their life. Um, of course, every situation, like I say, is very different. But my own interpretation would be how staying in relationships, same as a job that doesn't bring you happiness, can really affect your love and self-love for life. 
never mind for yourself but for life in general like if you don't even want to get in the car and go out for the day with your partner or do anything or you know spend time with that person because they make you feel so low and so rubbish that is the biggest sign from spirit this is not right for you this is not a lot who you who you are it's not aligning with you anymore um so i definitely think it's important to recognize them them moments like i say if you're in a relationship and you know you go through challenging times i've been there personally myself and held on um and it's been the right thing to do so i'd never say to anyone walk away from someone if it's constant drama but if your soul is crying out saying this isn't what you're meant to be doing then you need to pay attention to that otherwise you'll just keep going round and round in circles um, and then this brings me on to this spiritual love, these spiritual connections that we have. It's a very difficult thing to be spiritual and create a connection with someone um, because not only are you picking up on their physical tendencies and their physical energy or their emotions, you're also picking up on them spiritually. So when you feel that spiritual connection, because even though they might not feel it, a lot of people are very, very... Um, they're not very connected to the spirit a lot of the time a lot of time um relationships are based on the physical and based on emotions but not on the spiritual bonding a lot of people in life meet these people that do feel this absolute immense connection with but they don't end up together now this is where it gets a bit deeper because i believe in the 5d realms and being communicating and in a completely different environment in a different realm um so i do think that when you meet someone and that is that intense push towards someone and you just can't describe it but you feel like you even pick up on their feelings and emotions this is that spiritual love this is that spiritual understanding of someone else's soul um and it becomes difficult and this is where a lot of times people run from these connections and you will feel if you have that ultimate pull from someone and you're feeling and pull away they know they pick up on the energy that this is an intense connection for a guy or for a girl whoever it may be um sometimes it's very hard for people to say yeah this is this is what i'm feeling and they're feeling it too they'd rather ignore ignore deny 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 and walk away than put in that time and effort to have a spiritual love um, and spiritual love is very rare to come by when someone recognizes that soul connection within you um it's very hard to come by because a lot of the time one or the other doesn't gain that which is sad but i think this is why we have to sort of date and spend time with people before you settle down before you get into committed relationships because you have to feel if you can feel that spiritual pull to someone and they understand it and recognize it and reciprocate it for you that is a, such a spiritual bonding um, but don't ever feel disheartened if you do have that communication with someone and they are not as on board as you because just like the twin flame energy a lot of the times they hold a mirror up to you you recognize bad points in yourself they recognize bad points in themselves and it becomes a little bit intense and they'd rather run from it and crack onto something else or spend time with someone else where it's not as heavy it's not as deep it's not as challenging to deal with um and then uh, the other thing i was speaking about um which i didn't really get around to doing just then was about being single like taking that time to love yourself as a single individual getting up on a morning start you've got to as if you don't have a relationship or a romantic connection with someone fall in love with you and fall in love with getting up on a morning and doing whatever needs doing fall in love with that person because 
And once you love that person fully, if a spiritual connection comes through, the physical attraction is going to be 10 times stronger. The sex is going to be 10 times stronger. The emotions involved will feel heightened to you. And it can become a quite scary place. It can become a place where you're back and forth about, hmm, do, do, do I feel like this for a reason? Like, why should I feel this way? And it, it is, it's not, it's not easy to do when someone else isn't giving you that back. Um, but I do believe in spiritual sex and I do believe in spiritual connections um, romantically. Now, a spiritual sexual experience is very much when you're aligned with someone and you have the same wants and needs in the bedroom. You have the same sort of sexual urges as someone. But not only that, it isn't then sex. So a lot of people have sex just to have sex. Like if you can operate on a frequency during sex where you are communicating with that person where you are sending their energy to you and they're sending it you're sending yours to them if you can feel that and not just be laid there or you know whatever the situation bent over I don't know but if you can feel that communication in sex you can feel that intense passion and desire you are what they call making love because it's simple to see anyone can go out and just have a quick bit of sex and there'd be no no emotions involved like but that's not spiritual and that's not how love or that's not how sex is supposed to be and this is what I was trying to say like when you love yourself fully you don't want to accept just a random bit of this and that you you want to have that communication with someone and that openness with someone in the bedroom as well as out of the bedroom because you love yourself enough to know that I deserve more than that, I deserve better treatment than that, and that's because your self-love is telling you, do not allow this, like, this is not who you are as a person, um, you know, and we can become addicted to just very draining sexual lives with people, where it's like routine, and it's just constant, there is so much more, a spiritual sexual connection is worth pursuing 1000%, so if you ever have that intense connection with someone they're probably never going to speak about it the way you'd want them to but if you feel that push towards someone it is to me always worth pursuing it is always going to be something that spirit is saying even if it's a lesson it's worth pursuing so again your self-love comes into that by understanding that you're able to have that with someone you don't have to run from it or they don't have to run from it but you have to learn to love yourself enough to also recognise when this isn't how I want a relationship to be or I don't want to have sex with you because I don't feel a connection to you. You know, you've, it's worth it, mate. Like, seriously. I said mate then. <laughs> like, I'm sending a voice note. It is worth it, guys. Like, it really is worth pursuing um, having a good, strong, solid connection and working on it with someone and putting the time and effort into understanding that person sexually and physically. Um, I believe in it. I believe it works. I believe it's meant to happen to us during his lifetime. Like I say, Twin Flames energy um, is very much a sexual connection. It's very much a physical um, way of knowing between each other that you've got the same frequency in your sex life. Um, But yeah, this is all about your self-love and it's learning to love enough to understand that you you deserve that you deserve that very strong vibrational energy between you and someone else and when you don't have that self-love you will settle for shit you will settle for things that are not bringing you that happiness and contentment that you deserve to feel in life you will feel 
just like, ugh, it is what it is, like, I'm not bothered. That's not how it should be. That's not how a sexual communication should be. That's not how a sexual experience should be. It should be intense. It should be very, very passionate. It should be very sort of special and magical. That's what I believe. Sex isn't, like, just for having sex. I don't believe that. I believe sex is a very spiritual, probably the, the most spiritual practice. I mean, for God's sake, we actually create children from sex so it's worth understanding and respecting your sexual appetite is being fulfilled not only on this physical realm but in the spiritual realm as well and that is what I'm kind of um, going to be heading towards a lot more in the future which is probably going to be a bit of a shocker but is accepting sexual energy in a spiritual way instead of running from it or being shy from it that is where I want to head with this so you'll have to um yeah you have to keep a listen out for that and check my instagram at tme underscore house of underscore house underscore of wait a minute let's start again tme underscore house underscore of underscore spirit so it's tme house of spirit pay attention on there and maybe posting some information about talking about spiritual sexual connections and romantic connections and how certain connections can literally drain us and take away from us or they can replenish us soul and make us feel good and make us feel appreciated and make us feel loved not only in this world but in the physical world and the sexual world and the i mean spiritual world um yeah so i hope you've enjoyed that guys i hope it's kind of brought you a bit of insight into my ideas around your self-love and stuff like that if you've got any questions about anything or you would like me to talk about it don't be afraid to message me and say i love that can you do another one about stuff like this still struggling to get people to join the podcast but it should be in the plans over the next few weeks um but yeah have a lovely evening guys and i shall speak to you all soon bye